Hello, podcast friends. It's my June and Bracey Hell Yeah, finally getting back to kind of regular scheduled programming after a little time off. I hope you enjoyed the podcast this month. I've had some fantastic guests on the podcast, as I always do, never a doubt. Uh, kicked it off this month with Celestina. Celestina, and I just think Celestina has got some great mojo going with her whole business and everything that she's doing to collaborate with dietitians, to take a different take on working with people in advancing their you know businesses and being a different kind of coach i think she just has a great outlook on changing things up changing things up in the dietetics field and i hope that you all listen to her podcast cuz i think you'll get a lot of great information and inspiration from her next up i had ladarius and i think ladarius is awesome i always have wanted to learn more about being a dietitian with the VA. And so I think it's great that he, you know, shares a lot of that experience, but then also still has this continued passion for public health. And I think a lot of dietitians out there probably have some connection to public health or have a passion for public health. And he is just rocking it in that world. So I think if you have that interest in public health, this is a great uh, podcast to listen to and to get his perspective on how he's going to advance his career in that arena. And then I ended the month with Ashley Ka. I love Ashley. You know, it's weird that she actually reached out to me to kind of connect on the podcast. And I'm glad that she did because I had no idea what she was doing for health prof- professionals, including dietitians, but not limited to us. But her Better Nutrition program, I think, sounds so interesting and in how it can maybe make your own business a little bit easier, help your patients a little bit better, not reinvent the wheel and use resources that have already been created. And if you haven't ever heard of the Better Nutrition program, I think you know, definitely go back, listen to that podcast, click on her links, get some more information because she is doing some great things in our field. And then it's to me. <laughs> It's been kind of a whirlwind the last couple of months. I had everything ready to go for May, but life kind of took a turn and I had to kind of refocus at home and kind of take care of some things here and not be so into all the things. I had to take a little bit of a step back. And kind of my whole theme of the past two months is just really tapping into abundance and being more aware of the abundance in my life and on a daily basis. I think we think about being grateful. We think about uh, appreciating our lives and all that type of stuff. But when it comes to abundance, abundance, you might think is the same as being grateful and being appreciative. You might think it's having a lot of things. Maybe it's money. Maybe it's, you know, things in your house. Maybe it's nice cars. But abundance to me has turned into a completely different thing. And I think I read this reading that I I do a little reading every day that is a a little bit religious focused, but it just kind of is a thought for the day each morning. And this little thought reading that I had this particular day was about, you know, abundance being more of a positive thing, but it's also abundance finding it in the negative parts of your life. Kind of abundance is there in the sunshine and it's in the shadows. And you have to find abundance in both places to really realize how much you have of it in your life. 
And I will say I read this probably before all the crazy stuff happened in May. And I was really kind of realizing at that point already that I needed to be more focused on abundance. And I needed to focus when it's good, when my life is great. I need to focus on that abundance, but I also need to focus on when tragedy happens or when sad things happen because there's still abundance and there's still things to really realize that you have so many good things happening, even when things are sad. And you might be following along on Instagram or on my social media, but I had to say goodbye to my sweet little kitty this past month who has been with me for about 14 years and she's been with me for a lot of different changes in my life. She moved with me to Des Moines. She went through uh, the loss of my father, my sister, her, her other big sister, her kitty big sister. Um, she went through divorce with me. She went through a lot of different things with me. And I think I didn't realize how time flies when you go through all those things, all those not so happy abundance moments in your life. But then she kind of, you know, was that person that transitioned me through all those times. And then now that she's not here, there's just another chapter of abundance that is just changing and evolving, but still reminding me of how lucky I was to have such a sweet little pet by my side for so long. And I have to be grateful. It was sad and it was hard, but I still have to find the abundance in her presence in my life. So that has been a really positive thing after I got over the shadows and the tragic part. And so when you have those moments that are super happy or you're feeling like everything's just going really well in your life, just take a step back and really look at the abundance that you're having at that time. But then when things are not going so great and maybe something really sad happens in your life or something tragically happens, you still have to look at that abundance that's still happening around you because it always is. It's always there. And it's kind of like, you know, when you find more abundance, when you're more grateful, you can't be as sad because you're realizing that particular thing happening happen for a reason. And it's just going to make you stronger. It's going to make you better. And it's going to just make your life more for more fulfilled. So also on abundance, I wanted to talk to you about one of those abundance things that I have to mention every summer. And I was going to mention in May because May is Skin Cancer Awareness Month, but I'm going to do a quick reminder in June. Uh, back in 2015, if you're not familiar, when kind of things were not they were not as happy abundant. They were more tragic abundant. Uh, another thing I went through is I got diagnosed with skin cancer and particularly melanoma. And skin cancer affects quite a few people every day just because we don't think about taking care of our skin when we're outside in the sun. And for those Midwesterners, you know, we get out there because we have limited months of sun. And for those of you on different coasts or different areas that have more sun, I just want to shout out to have a friendly reminder to wear your sunscreen, take care of your skin. We do all these things to keep ourselves healthy. We take vitamins, we take supplements, we eat fruit, we eat vegetables, we eat fiber, we drink water, but wearing sunscreen is just as important. If you think you need to exercise every day, if you think you need to get good sleep, you definitely need to wear sunscreen as well because it's the easiest way to prevent yourself from getting skin cancer. 
And remember, it's one of the biggest organs you have on your body. It covers a lot of surface area and it can be very exposed to sun at all times. So even if you go out for a five minute walk, if you go out to mow the lawn, really remember you've got to slather on some sunscreen before you get out there. It's very preventable and it's very easy. It's very inexpensive. And if you don't have skin cancer, it's gonna give you a lot of abundance in keeping your skin healthy too. So just my friendly reminder, think of it as your daily dose of health along with your multivitamin you might take every morning. Slather on that skin, slather on that sunscreen and keep your skin healthy this summer. I will see you back in July.